train I'll go Kane Casey Jones you better watch your speed trouble ahead trouble behind and know that notion just crossed my mind this old engine makes it on Vanessa, welcome to Talking the Talk with Don. Hello, how are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it so much. Well, I feel like we've been tr- we've been working on this for a while, so yes. I'm glad the stars <laughs> aligned, and you know, and you know, and I'm also so glad that you could do day interview. Like I love I I, I love doing day interviews because I'm old. Yeah. I like to be in bed by like eight thirty, <laughs> you know, and some of these. <laughs> Some of these guys that are gals also that I interview, especially if they're on the West Coast, they're like, can you do 7 p.m.? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, my time. And I'm like, really? No. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take a nap. Yeah, you. I'll, you know, I'll take a nap during the day so that I can make it through the 45 minutes at 10 o'clock. You know, but um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a mom with a young child. So I'm up with the crack of dawn, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm a morning. I love mornings. I think mornings yeah. are like. Yeah, I don't know if it's got great energy and I can have my coffee and get started. I probably get my best work done in the morning. You know, like you can really focus and I I absorb the most that I'm reading in the morning, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get up right away and I start opening up all my my music news sites and start reading, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Like most people are pulling up like CNN, you know, and I'm pulling up like, you know, you know, blabbermouth and the obelisk you know for like all the psych rock and stuff and you know just you know that's my daily news you know so fair enough (laughs) so my big question for you to start out was like if you were to walk because usually i interview musicians and right and they have you know i usually use like one of their songs or whatever as the intro and the outro so like what would your walk on music be like, let's say, like, this was a talk, you, you know, well, this is a kind of a talk show. Like, what would your walk-on song be? Um, You know, only because, you know, like, I feel like that would change on any given day. <laughs> the first song that comes to my mind is Casey Jones. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll be your walk-on music then. I love Perfect. it. <laughs> So cool because my my wife got me into TikTok actually. Oh and, really? And started <laughs> well, and re- I mean, really, I'm just a lurker, you know. I just like I just watch, you know. And when I stumbled upon you, I was so ecstatic because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a sucker and I'm, and a dork myself for just music information and just you know. Yeah. Honestly, I had no idea what I was getting into when I started TikTok. I didn't understand the app. I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't have it for a while before I started posting or anything. Mm-hmm. I just uh, picked it up one day and decided to start talking about music. And it just kind of turned into this whole different thing, you know? So, and now I feel like I have kind of a formula that I follow, but it, like my earlier videos were just sort of very TikTok-y, you know? <laughs> so, right, right. And, you know, it's so funny because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who are going to listen to this are, are at least familiar with TikTok. But, you know, one of the things I have loved about TikTok is that, that there's these little, I don't know, like TikTok universes or something, you know, and if you kind of hone in on one thing, you know, you tend to kind of get sucked into that world, which I love because mine is, you know, like if you pulled up my TikTok, everything is... uh is like uh ufo conspiracy theory <laughs> paranormal crap and music you know which nice. is like i mean it's just the shit that i find interesting you know and like totally but, totally you know and the funny thing is is that your tag on instagram you kind of say you're like martha quinn and <laughs> I loved that because well not only did I have the biggest crush on Martha Quinn when I was younger like she to me was like the epitome of like the cool like music dork kind of thing you know like she had this yeah. real persona like that she really knew a lot about music um so where did that come from for you like 
like have you always been interested in music uh like you like yeah. as my wife calls um, it useless information you know, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> um basically like yeah um i can't really remember a time in my life where i wasn't obsessed with music like my first mm-hmm. favorite band i think we talked about it before was the monkeys yeah um and that was yeah, like i was mine, like, right? like we six talked about eight it. years old yeah you know what i mean i was really young um and like knew everything about them you know um and then when i as i got older i got into like my own music but uh yeah like i was always i was always kind of like the girl in the room who knew all the random stuff about music it's getting a little windy is that can you are you ah, picking that up or that's fine you're good yeah okay. yeah it's natural <laughs> hey let's go with it all right because this is so professional yeah, um, you know <laughs> but um yeah i just um always was the girl who knew a lot about music and I just listened to everything, you know, um, I did, I never really was stuck on like one particular genre. I always sort of had a really diverse palette. Um, like I was listening to the Beatles at the same time as Nirvana, you know what I mean? When I was like 13, 14 made no difference. I loved it all, you know, um, and music documentaries behind the music and much music MTV, you know, like I just watched so much of it when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, um, but I think it's just like embedded in me now. And I just can't help but make videos that kind of sound like that. I don't know. Um, and that's one of the comments that I get the most often is that I, they, I sort of remind people of classic much music or, you know, like old stuff like that, which is, uh, one of the reasons why I like to have sort of a nod to Martha because, um, you know, it's just sort of a throwback, but also like, I feel like I kind of am similar to that style. Like I can't really get away from it. So yeah, big inspiration. <laughs> well, yeah, it's so funny because the other thing too is unfortunately, um, uh, you know, women aren't always represented or very rarely represented in the music Music history criticism yes exactly you know like you know like one of my closest friends is a writer up in new york her name's katherine terman and um i used to read her stuff she used to write for a metal magazine called rip magazine back when i was in like high school and like she is this wealth of just knowledge and stories and information that's awesome and yeah. You know, and it always kind of disappointed me that not only are women not represented as much as they should be, but I think people aren't represented as much. Like, I wish there was more of us, you know, that I know. were like, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, music and like some genres worse than others, but like music can be very sort of gate kept. You know what I mean? Um, which is well, something that I what, really what try to. That? What, what do you mean? By I that? mean, like uh, people, specifically men, <laughs> um, tend to really like try to put barriers up. You know what I mean? For others to listen to the music, they're like, "You can't like this band because you're ex," you know, mm-hmm. um, or uh, "You don't like this band because you haven't heard this," you know. Um, and there's sort of all these prerequisites for liking music, you know what I mean? And it's kind of weird. And I feel like a, a lot of the time, it's just like, if you're female, you don't know anything about metal, punk, you know what I mean, et cetera. Um, even country, hip hop, like, you know, all of it really. Um, and it's, you know, it's something that I think women have been kind of fighting against for decades, you know, to be more included, to be more regarded um and i think a lot of female musicians have kind of slid under the under the rug as a result of that which is kind of a shame you know what i mean um like most people list off 10 male-led punk bands you know like in a in a minute but name a female one and people might have to think a little harder you know i mean but they existed right like that's the thing so um yeah i think it kind of all falls into that and especially in, in criticism as well, of course, like, and history, you know, I mean, in, in, in what field is there where women aren't <laughs> considered sort of less, I, not lesser, but I don't know, you know, just not sort of looked at on the same level, you know? 
Well, it was so funny because one of the first things I thought of when I started watching your videos was I said, this woman would have been the perfect addition to my lunch table in high school, you know, because <laughs> I had like two friends, like all through, maybe, no, three, I had three friends all through high school. Yeah. And like we prided ourselves on like, you know, did you know that there was a singer for Black Sabbath who auditioned, but only was in the band long enough to take a promo picture? And totally. David Donato. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and, and my friends, Absolutely. And, and they'd be like, oh yeah, well, mm, uh, okay, well, I'm going to find out something. You know what I mean? And so we, but we prided ourselves on just knowing these Knowing things. these little tidbits and yeah. But it comes from being, like you said, like a, a, a fan of music, not not a genre, not, you know, even to this day, if I discover an artist or a band that I really like, like I want to I want all the albums, you know, like I want the bootlegs. I want to see the old videos. I want you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like I want to know what their previous band it is. So I mean like, but I've just totally. always been that way because to me yeah. being a fan of music goes beyond just being like, Oh, that's a cool song. Like to me, I, I agree. Yeah. I love the context. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what I based most of my videos on is I like to take a song or like an artist or an album and really like stick it in the time that it came out, you know, and like what else was out and what was happening in the world and, you know, like what might've affected that particular artist um, to cause them to create this art, you know? Right. Um, and I think that all of that sort of like brings it to life. You know what I mean? I think that's what people like us, like music geeks, you know, I think that's what we love is like, um, bringing it to life making it a real thing making it feel like you know these people you know like um and i think it's obvious it's obviously easier with some bands than others because more bands some bands are really there's not a lot of information about them uh you really have to dig you know like uh but then there's other bands like nirvana where like every single thing that could be written about kurt cobain has already been written kind of thing right but but at the same time what's uh, the cool thing about that is is that you know, to me, it's uh, I like to compare that to just any band in general. So, like, if I play, if I shared, well, I, I, like I sent you this playlist, you know, recently, yeah. from, which, by the way, there's going to be a quiz. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like some of the bands that in that playlist are bands that I've been listening to for like five, six, eight years, whereas yeah. they're going to be brand new to you, you know, totally. So, even if there's everything that has been written about Nirvana from Kurt Cobain's birth to his death. Yeah. Someone who stumbles upon one of your videos is going to be hearing this for the first time. And that I, yeah. And that's like kind of the magic of being a music lover, right? Like it's passing that on to the next generation, you know? Well, it totally is. Cause I think a lot of times people underestimate also, the power of a cool story or a little tidbit of, you know, knowledge and being, you know, 48, you schooled me recently on man in the box by Alison chance, which I had really? no idea that that was where that song came from, but that's, that's a cool. Eh? That's a really cool story. I liked that. It's yeah. so, it was amazing. But see what, what I loved about that was that I've been an Alison chance fan since, facelift but yeah. for some reason in my mind like i could tell you that you know lane staley was in a hair band or glam band yep. called allison chains and yeah all this that but for some reason i never really thought to even care what man in the box was about and then when i saw yeah. your video the first thing i did was i went and put it on and i was like and then oh, you listen to it and you're like shit. oh totally yeah <laughs> But so like, that's a good yeah. example of, you know, of, of, you know, people who really are passionate about wanting to know anything and everything about music is that you're never going to know it all. And everything. That's so true. That is very I, true. For sure. So, and I love that again about, about your, about your videos and stuff though, but like, so where do you start to 
like what do the research well like well like what how do you decide what you're going to talk about like do you, do you kind of have like Oof. a hit list of artists that you make and then you work your way through it or like um, is it organic or what is it yeah i kind of just like I'll, i i usually make my list for the month so mm-hmm. i'm like okay this is everything i'm going to cover in april and some and it's a, it's flexible like if for example if someone dies or something then it all gets thrown out of whack. Right, right. But, um, you know, or, or if something happens in my personal life where I'm not able to, like, produce as much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for the most part, I have my list. And I try to, I try to keep it really um, diverse. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, okay, like, I'm, like, I just talked about grunge a whole bunch. So now I need to, like, do something kind of really different, but not, not totally off you know what i mean so i'm gonna do um like a female band from the 90s so like not grunge but like you know what i mean so i try to keep like the flow so that people who have just listened to me to the last video are still interested um but it's also attracting new people kind mm-hmm. of thing um and then after as soon as i'm done with that video i'm gonna like shoot back to the 60s and do the grateful dead video like i was telling you Right. Um, so it's just sort of all over the place. Right. Um, but it's what I love about it is that it, it's always about an artist and it's always about their creative process and everything. And there's so much in common between these artists, even though they're like completely unrelated. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, the story of like how Marvin Gaye produced his album is not that unlike how the dead produce theirs, you know, but like totally different genres. Right. Um, and like there's, I can, I, you find a lot of familiarity in it. Um, you can learn a lot about the music industry by learning all these kinds of different stories and how mm-hmm. it's evolved over the years. Um, yeah. So I just try to, you know, try to make it flow. <laughs> right. But I also try to um, throw in different surprises and things like that too, you know, just kind of keep it fresh. I don't want to talk about grunge for a month. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so when you are, um, when you're kind of com- coming up with the, some ideas of artists to talk about or like kind of conceptualizing what you're going to talk about, do you ever draw to or go to maybe say like an artist or a genre may- that you maybe like, know nothing about, but you're like, totally. I want so like what what was a particular art like video or artist that you've done that you found yourself completely learning it all and like that fresh. you learned yeah um well what i'm working on right now um i had a request from someone who lives in france actually and they said like can you do some french music and i was like I don't really know a lot about French music. You know what I mean? I've never really, uh, never really looked into it at all. Um, so I'm trying to learn a bit more about it now. And like, it turns out there's like this whole pop music in France and a uh, movement in France in the 1960s uh, with like music by Serge Gainsbourg and like all these people like that. So I'm learning all of this fresh. Um, and it's, it's fascinating. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, and it, it's funny how like, you learn that it's all, it, like I was saying before, it's all very similar, you know what I mean? Even though it's on the other side of the world, it's usually all about, you know, social issues and what was going on in the world at the time. And obviously France, 1960s, it was very much like the sexual revolution and all of that, Serge Gainsbourg. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you get into this whole other world of context right like what was going on in europe at that time you know like Mm -hmm. how was it different than britain how was it different than the u.s you know um yeah it's fascinating for sure and honestly um i like i was telling you i don't know that much about metal Mm -hmm. so every time i like go to do a metal band i'm like i back up a little bit because i'm like i don't like i know how serious metal fans are about Mm -hmm. their love of their music and i don't want to like do it wrong you know so i need to um educate myself a bit more before i'm able to jump into that genre i think um like obviously i know a little bit i know a little bit about the background i know a little bit of ozzy osbourne that kind of stuff but um when it comes to like anthrax mayhem bands like that i'm kind of lost so i'm really just sort of learning about it now um and 
what I love about metal, just to go off on a tangent, is that that, um, all the many little sub-genres of metal are all so interesting in themselves. You know, like thrash metal, death metal, black metal, um, like so many different um, types of music. And it's it brings this whole other element into it. Yeah, I find it really interesting. What do you let me I'd love to hear your kind of opinion about that being sort of an expert. (laughs) Well, I don't know that I'd call myself an expert, but, <laughs> but you know, but to kind of just like backtrack a little bit. And one of the things that you were talking about, about how you were saying, and I feel like that's uh, that I can totally bond with you on this is that, you know, even as a kid growing up as a metalhead, you know, like a really, you know, really into metal, it yeah. wasn't weird for me to be really into the monkeys and Mike Nesmith. Totally. But then, but then to also be into the Almond Brothers band and yeah. you know, and to have a lot, have, you know, some interest in Jefferson Airplane and, you know, because, you know, and even now I kind of go by, you know, the whole concept of if a song is good, it's good. And I'm going to like good. it. I don't have to like the artist or, and uh, I mean, the artist's full body of work, you know, totally. Yeah. And, so so with metal yeah you might run into a lot of people who are like these like diehard rivet heads or whatever and who are just like you know metal or die dude you know (laughs) but like for me you know i've got my favorite bands you know yeah iron maiden you know my two favorite bands in the world are iron maiden and the grateful dead so that tells you the spectrum Oh yeah. yeah, I mean those enough. are my. That's awesome. I mean, if I had if I had to go if I had to go down, you know, if I had to die the next day, it'd be, I, I would see those two bands to get you know like. I was gonna say, is stage. that Jerry Garcia behind you? Is that yeah, Jerry so, Garcia? So, it's just yeah. so I've got my Garcia behind me, and then I've got my Iron Maiden flag over here. You know, <laughs> so it's like. But as far as being a, a fan of metal. It, from what I've seen and what I know of people, especially that they're my age, is that they're really no, not much more critical than, say, like punk. A, a fan of jazz or a punk yeah, yeah. or blues. Yeah, yeah. But now there's, yeah, totally. there's, there is going to be kind of an elitist kind of attitude yep. in a sense that's like, you know, it is kind of like, you know, Thin ice to walk on a little bit. So, like, if you were to do a video about, you know, say like Maiden, I'm gonna yeah. watch that, and I'm gonna. I'm, but the funny thing is, is that like dissected. <laughs> well, well, you know, because you know, like one of the first things I do, especially if it's a band that I love, is that like I'm waiting for someone to say something wrong. Like I just want it. Like I'm just exactly. Like, you know, like I'm just like no, no, you forgot this you know or whatever but i think with it when it comes to metal most metal fans are excited to have people come in and Fair enough. learn to know. about you know or be interested in it because, yeah yes yeah. you know you know i put out a book a couple of years ago and one of the things i've learned is that much like the deadhead cult, you know the deadhead culture is the metalhead culture is that yeah, they're both kind of like a countercultural movement within themselves. Really, yeah. You know, definitely. I mean, you know, I mean, nobody goes on Iron Maiden tour though, and there's no like lot scene at like Megadeth shows, but there is that same kind of passion and that same yeah. kind of, but at the same time, there's a critical ear, you know, like even if as big of a maiden fan as I am or whatever, I'll be the first one to call out if they didn't sound good. On, at Fair a enough. Show. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Know? But at the same time, if you were just like, I know nothing about maiden Don, can we talk about maiden 45 minutes later? You'll just be like, God, yeah, God, totally. totally. Maiden. Yeah. God, you know, <laughs> Yeah, so, I get that. I totally get that. You know, so, so I think if you were going into it, like go into it, you know? Yeah, and, and, fair and, enough. Fair enough. 
but much like you've done with your videos though, what I love about it is you go into it with what you know, you know? Yeah. You know, I try to bring it back to what I know at least, you know, um, like for example, if I were to do maiden, I would, I would just start out by, I would start out by listening to what I would look up, like what people consider the best, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like what generally is considered the best. I would listen to that. And then I would sort of like look into the stories, you know, and like, where's the story, right? Like that's kind of what I'll, how I'll approach it. Um, and that, so I'll look into the background of the band, like the members of the band, what they were into, what they were inspired by, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually the story just kind of comes out, right? Like, yeah. um, and in the process, I'm learning so much more about the band than I even mentioned in the video, you know? Right. Um, and I often will become like fans of, of mm -hmm. some of the work that I do. Um, like, uh, long ago when I first started the account, um, like in the summertime, Somebody suggested that I look up Johnny Thunders. That's actually actually a good answer oh, to the earlier question you yes. asked. I didn't know much about him. Big punk mm -hmm. fan. And I knew I knew the New York Dolls. I knew the Heartbreakers, but I didn't know much about him. Mm -hmm. um, and once I started learning about his story and everything, I was just like devastated by it. You know what I mean? Um, oh, it's like such it's a such dark a, story. You know, oh, it's like, yeah. Um, very sad figure for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, and I, and then when I started listening to his solo work, I was like, this is incredible, you know? And then you learn some, some bad stuff about mm -hmm. them too. You know what I mean? And like, you're kind of like, all right. <laughs> so they weren't perfect. And that's like a whole other thing, you know, like um, getting past sort of the criticism as well, you know, um, which comes up a lot, of course, when you're talking about any historical figures. So. Right. Well, so you have, and I hope I wrote this down right. 164,000 yeah. followers. Yeah. 164,000. <laughs> that's like yeah, an it blows out, my mind. That's like an outdoor music festival. That's crazy. Yeah, it blows to me. my mind, really. You know? <laughs> well, so with that many followers, you know, you you've you you almost have not so much of a pressure, but an like an expectation from your files to turn out a certain yeah. number of videos or whatever. Yeah. And yep. you get these things down to like three minutes, which is insane to me because I can talk about the album <laughs> title of a band for three minutes, you know? I know. Yeah. So how, how, how do you do it? How do you get it down to that? And are you shooting like 30, 40 minutes worth of and then stuff editing and then it whittling back. it down? Um, so when I first started doing it, yes, that's what I was doing. I was shooting way more footage than I needed. Um, but then it was literally just taking me like like six hours to edit, you know, and I was like, I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? I'll produce one video a week if I do this. So I had to scale it back and I basically just try to like now I'm focused on um, like songs or albums instead of whole artists, because mm -hmm. I find that that's a way to kind of narrow in a little bit more um, because yeah, like you can definitely go off on big tangents, but like, I mean, for example, I'd say probably like it's cliche, but the band I probably know the most about in the world is the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And like, I could, I've read, several biographies i've seen every documentary and movie you know i could talk about them for a long time and but i mean you have to kind of it's like if i were to, if i were talking about strawberry fields for example like i'm not going to go into john's childhood i'm not going to go into you know like uh, right, talk right. About, like the influence of rubber soul i'm going to keep it very focused you know like on strawberry fields beatles in 67 you know, like the influences at the time, what else was happening in 67, you know, like, right. um, because there's always time for more videos. Mm -hmm. You must not <laughs> you have ADHD. Back to an artist, right? Like you must not have ADHD because I don't even know how I could even function doing something <laughs> like that. Like, I'm just going to concentrate on this, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm a history major. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, oh, well, that makes sense yeah. because because you have that knowledge already of how to kind of yeah. 
make how to like write uh, an essay of a various length right um mm-hmm. yeah so and i do think that 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 background definitely helps significantly with what i'm doing i never found a use for it before <laughs> well now i mean it's amazing because you know you you have this platform now to yeah. work with and you know, from what I've known and what I've seen, everything is done mobile, you know, like whether you're using an iPhone or an iPad. Yeah. Is that yep. how you film everything? And if so, like, like how fucking yep. tedious is that for you? <laughs> you know? I have a system now. I have a system now. Um, uh, but yeah, I generally just film everything on my iPhone. Um and then I do almost all of my editing on my laptop. I don't do it on TikTok. That's actually probably one of the biggest things that like sets my channel apart is I don't, I'm not fully using the TikTok app to edit. Um, okay. because it's, well then that makes things a little less. I painful. can't, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh my God. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, just because I use so many clips of videos and, um, you know, clip uh, photos and all kinds of stuff like that it's just so much easier to edit sort of on a different program um because i can't like i would go blind just doing this all day you know like with my fingers so drive me crazy um, yeah (laughs) not not possible but yeah um so it's a lot of transferring from my iphone to my mac and back and forth you know Uh but otherwise i've got a system now (laughs) so I pay attention a lot to comments, not always, but, uh, but a lot of times, especially on, on with something like, like your videos, like, because I like to read what people are writing. Sometimes it's really great. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to ask you because I, I am no stranger to being hated on the internet and how, is it hard to roll with that or do you just have, I mean, at least for me, I know at the first time when at first it's like, you know, it was so hard for me, but then all of a sudden I was like, I don't I, care I just, anymore. I just became the, the I, it's, um, I took on the persona of the music writer, like, you know, Lester Banks, like I wanted to piss people off and it made me happy. So very but, much. So, you know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> Lester Banks, is someone I keep in mind as well a lot. Um, and you know, any, any of those old school music writers, cause they didn't give any shits, you know what I mean? They uh, yeah, just he's my spirit animal. Yeah. If you ever read some of my other stuff on my blog, I've had people say, I really, I really want to read your book. I really do. Um, just as well, a side note, I really want to read your book. So well, I'll, <laughs> I'll make sure I send you one. Cause I, I've got, I've got like a stack of them over here that are. Oh going. yeah. Please, please do. <laughs> no I, I would love to and uh, like my partner and i were looking at some reviews of it the other night and we were like wow <laughs> we both really want to read it now so <laughs> well uh, well you know you'll you'll learn some stuff about rats and and that's and, awesome yeah like you know? i'm excited anyways back to what you were <laughs> what you were asking um yeah trolls and stuff like that um like i've had videos that i've had to take down because of the negative because way too much negative commentary mm-hmm. um because music like means a lot to me you know what i mean and it's right. i know it means a lot to other people too right and like there are artists who like i mean it's not an overstatement to say that music can like literally save lives right so i find when people then attack it with their full force you know the way that people do on the internet it affects me, but it also affects my followers. It affects the people who are watching the videos, right? Who are fans of these musicians. And that's kind of, that irks me. You know, I'm like, I can't, like, for example, I um, I posted a video about David Bowie. And I, it was a very, it was more opinionated than my usual work. Usually I'm just like facts, right? Uh, and I remember that like, one because I loved it. It was great. It was, I liked it too. It was very much me being like, this is an artist who means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's why, right? Um, but I just got like ripped apart in the comments because, you know, uh, child abuse, sexual abuser, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it was just like, I, I started out kind of with my rebuttals. And then I was just like, I, this is overwhelming. 
And it started to really get to me and it started to get to the point where people were attacking my followers. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to take this one down. So I took it down. I haven't reposted another one about Bowie yet because I'm a little bit kind of, I don't know, maybe mini traumatized by that, you know, like, but well, other artists, sorts, yeah, you know, um, there are other artists too, like who I would love to talk about, but who are controversial um, and who get a lot of hate, like they're just going to get a lot of hate. And so I, I think that what that taught me was that I need to keep my opinion sort of less at the forefront mm-hmm. and more just stick to like the facts and stuff like that, because there's less for people to attack. Um, right. So like to answer your question, yes, it totally does affect me, but I try to prevent it mm-hmm. as much as possible. And I try to be on top of it. So like now I'm at the point where like, if someone is starting to, really go in hard i'm just like i'm blocking you you're blocked <laughs> you know oh, what well, i mean you're yeah gone. yeah exactly because like i can't i'm not i'm just i don't have time for it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm like I'm, like I'm not gonna sit here and write and educate you <laughs> you, know, like right. you clearly <laughs> have no interest in learning anyway so we're having a, a meaningful discussion so i'm just gonna block you right so you're not a sixth grade teacher you know like you know if kids totally. you know if they get out of line you know that's you know, and that was one of the things too, is that I, and I learned that, you know, over the 12 years or so that I've been a music writer is that, you know, I'm very opinionated, but like you said, or like we were talking earlier, like I kind of took on that Lester Bangs kind of persona because right. when people started trolling me when I wasn't even trying to do, I was just like, well, fuck this. This is fun. I'll give him something to troll. Do you know what I mean? And then like, fair you know, enough, and then, fair enough. but yeah. then all of a sudden I was like the asshole <laughs> blogger, you know, which was like, you know, and so, you know, but one of the things I tried to always do is to not go after someone on a personal level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And when I mean personal level, I mean like, you, you know, I I got into an internet battle with Sebastian Bach from Skid Row probably a, a few years ago that lasted two days online. No way. Oh, it was hilarious. Like it made all the all the news outlets on uh, which I was super happy with. It was the biggest like that's crazy of my blog ever. But you know, it was about his performance and about how his voice went, but like, I never went at him and was just like, you know, I didn't, I didn't talk about his family. I didn't bring up any kind of like mental health issues or whatever. Like to me, that's off. That's, that's totally. out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. now, if I want to say, I went to your show, dude, you sucked. Like your voice <laughs> is blown out. Like you can't sing that you had backing tapes, whatever. Like, and he's going to, like, then that's, you know, it's fair game because that's part of my opinion, but it's amazing like you said, how people will still jump in and tear you apart because, you know, you know what do you know? Like, You're a fat blogger who probably lives in his mom's basement. I go, no, I live in my wife's basement, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, and the criticism that I get sometimes bothers me too. Like the, like I get a lot of um, boomer men <laughs> who uh, really of course are you do. <laughs> weird. I know they're so, they're not known for that at all, but um, yeah, they'll come at me and they'll just be like, what do you know? You're, you know, a, a kid, whatever. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not a kid. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Thank you. Um, like just because I'm younger than you doesn't make me a kid Mm -hmm. and it's just like and I'll say it a lot where I'm just like I don't have to be in my 60s to understand music like I'm sorry you know what I mean it's and I'm just like sorry I'm sorry that the things you grew up with are now history Mm-hmm. <laughs> but history is is available for all <laughs> you know like so I, t- I try to go at it in that way but yeah it's uh like a, the the you're female and you're young thing really pisses me off so when I start going for that angle which I find is a really cheap angle to go with mm-hmm. um especially since I don't have anything to prove I've got like hundreds of videos you know what I mean? And like, if you want to know my background, if you want to know like what I know about music, it's, it's there. 
it's available. Right. You know what I mean? And I also post all of my sources on my website. So it's like, right. if you want to look into what I'm talking about, feel free. Like mm-hmm. I'll show you exactly where I got it. Right. Um, but you know, they still come for me. <laughs> so nothing you can do about it, you know? And I get that like, sometimes it can be a little bit cringy seeing someone who you don't think should be talking about the music, talking about it. Right. And you'll be like, uh, and I'm like aware of what I am, you know, I'm aware. I'm like, you know, this white female, you know? Um, and it's like, I, I get that. Like, I'm not the voice who should be speaking for all artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm talking about history and the love of music, you know? So I try to just keep it on that and keep the positivity and you know like i try to support the love of the love and passion of music that everyone feels mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't i'm not talking about you know what, what like the debauchery of the 70s you know like or how how bad groupies are or right. like anything like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's not what i'm getting into i'm talking about the music so yeah i try to keep it on subject i guess <laughs> well, it's amazing because one of the, like I love what you said like boomer men. Like I love that because of course, like you know, and I can actually guarantee you, even some Gen X men, you know, like my age, oh yeah, I, you know, and millennial men, <laughs> you know, just you know, and and, and women and women, they're sometimes really bad too. Oh, oh sure. I, well, you know, like I can almost guarantee that you're also probably experiencing like you, you know nowhere in between like you're either getting totally creeped on by guys or you're getting totally like just annihilated by guys you know or oh, yeah. like, you know and both yeah, yeah exactly both at all times. <laughs> oh, and but one of the things i love what you what you were just talking about was about how like you know you somebody will come in and maybe hit you with like a, you know what do you know about this you're young da 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 it's almost like sometimes people of a certain age, maybe even my age, which is weird because I don't consider myself old or in that no, yeah, group of totally. people, but some people are kind of threatened by the fact that their musical past or whatever is now considered history because they're having to kind of be forced with the whole idea. Like you're old dude. You know what I mean? And like, but it's yeah you know for someone like me though like like i was telling you earlier like i am super excited to sit down and talk about what it was like to see you know i don't know see you know see poison headline an arena with you know totally. a, a little band called tesla opening for them you know and you know or seeing you know you know, Rat take out this little band called Queensryche, you know, as an opening act. Totally. Yeah. You know, so like, I'm excited to talk about that stuff, but some people, and like, if I saw you talking about it, I'd be like, oh, fuck it. That's so cool that there's a younger person that actually cares to know this shit, you know? But I feel that. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think it is that kind of has some of those people threatened? Or makes well, I think you nailed like it. That. I think yeah. I think you nailed it. It's just like it's it's what we were talking about at the beginning. It's the whole gatekeeping thing, right? It's like mm-hmm. this is my music, you know. Like, and um, it's something that I used to argue with my dad a lot about because he was he was the the boomer music geek. You know what I mean? He was obsessed, <laughs> and uh, that's really like where it the foundation of it came from for me. Um, but it's like they really feel like you know it was it was a magical time for them and it was you know something that no one else can really understand and like they just they're holding on to that memory so tight that like they can't accept that you know other generations are going to look at it from a new perspective mm-hmm. you know and i think they're really there's a lot of insecurity especially these days with like sort of what we were talking about before with like cancel culture you know um and it's like don't come after my band right like right this fear of like the new generations, like looking at it with like a more liberal perspective. Mm-hmm. Somebody seems to be lighting off fireworks in my neighborhood right now. I don't know. <laughs> no, I can't. I don't know <laughs> but, uh, anyway, Happy Easter. Um, <laughs> right? like, what's going on? Uh, but yeah, 
um yeah i think it's like uh for example david bowie you know what i mean like and if if you're someone who grew up with him and you're absolutely in love with his music and then like this younger generation comes and goes well actually he was a pedophile you know like Mm -hmm. it's really hard i think for people to um hear that and accept that Michael Jackson, another really great example. Michael Jackson inspired a generation of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and is very beloved by a lot of those people, even still to this day. But if you bring him up on TikTok, you know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So that's so interesting because, you know, my wife and I kind of talk about this sometimes about some of the the bands that I grew up with as, you know, as a teenager, you know, and when you're like 16, you know, like you're kind of at that age where you're, or maybe even like 15 and 16 where like everything is about girls. Like if you're a guy, you know, or I mean, if you're, if that's your, your sexual preference, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. And um, which again is something I would have never even said 30 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Or even said, you know, but anyway, what I was getting at is that my, you know, we were talking about this and is that, you know, like it was awesome for me to see, you know, I don't know, like, you know, you know, Bobby Brown being sprayed down with a fire hose and a warrant video. And I was like, Oh my God, she's so hot, you know? And then I'm looking back on it now. I'm going, what the fuck were people thinking like that is absolutely like not cool exactly. at all exactly but yep. you know winger singing 17 you know she's only 17 daddy says she's too young but she's old enough for me and i just remember going i love that song. i'm like you i was like what the hell was the stones know, was, oh my god the stones Stones there's so it. much like I'm a big Rolling Stones fan. Some girls and there are like, you know, I was just brown like, sugar, brown sugar. Oh, yeah. You like, know, and it, it, it's like you're speechless, right? It's like you're like, it's like I don't and, even know what what is, and that's where the fear comes from, right? Like with mm-hmm. these older generations who are so in love with this music, they're like, don't don't attack my music, you know, mm-hmm. like. And it's because when we listen to it with our 2022 ears, we're like, wow, that's actually quite problematic, you know? Right. Um, and I understand that fear. Um, I don't really know how to address it. And honestly, this comes up like kind of a lot mm-hmm. is like, how do we address that problem? You know what I mean? Of like right. these artists who were so incredibly influential in culture. You know, like the Stones, Michael Jackson, David Bowie, these people we're talking with, these are not small artists. Like these are the the biggest artists in the world. ACDC, you know, and it's like, you know, like Zeppelin, you know, like there's John Lennon, you know, like there's there's so many. And it's just like, I don't think it's fair to be like, you're no longer allowed to listen to that music because we have found some problems in some of the work that this artist has done or in their personal life, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just really, I think it goes back to what I was saying before about like how music is so powerful, literally Mm life-saving, you know? And it's like, how are you going to tell like a person who grew up gay in the seventies and who like needed David Bowie to live, you know what I mean? Like literally, like how are you going to be like, now you're not allowed to listen to him anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, not realistic you know what i mean um and i don't know what the answer is like it's it's yeah it's a difficult one for people like us you know what i mean who like analyze music and talk about music like i don't know how to address those things you know like well you know like one hard. of the things you were just talking about like you were talking about how we're kind of in this time of you know cancel culture you know and you know we you know it, it it wasn't part of a generation that I was part of when, uh, you know, it wasn't part yeah. of my generation as a younger, you know, kid, but like at the same time, like I do remember like my, my, you know, my father who, you know, we didn't have the best relationship, but we were both drawn together by music. And my dad right. was very proactive in, 
wanting to hear what I was listening to, mainly because he was a music fan and he wanted to kind right. of have his finger on it. And I remember my dad listening to songs like, you know, like by Wasp or whatever. And my dad going like, you do realize that that's not cool, right? Like that that is yeah, yeah. pretty degrading to women. And I was like, totally. I'm like, yeah, but it's a great. And my dad's like, all right, because but as long as you know that these are songs, like you don't do that, you know. And totally. so, yeah, like, yeah. And, and so, like looking back on it now, you know how we address it now, like people like you and I is that I find that there's a difference between cancel culture and awareness, like accountability. Can, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like I can acknowledge that a majority of the bands that I listened to maybe as a kid were misogynistic pigs or whatever, Yeah, but it doesn't take away from the importance that of bands the like, art, yeah, you know, David Lee Roth, and poison and rat and you know you know i don't know you know bands like that that they played as a part of a soundtrack of my life yeah. and so you know i can't say like i'm never gonna listen to wasp again because they used to have a woman tied to a rack on their stage you know what i mean but oh, like i can yep. i can look at it now yep. and go that that was terrible but i was like mm -hmm. damn that first album got me through a lot of shit you know what I mean? And yeah, so, definitely. Where's that yeah, line? You know, I mean, like, it's like, it's like. It, it's and like I think it's, everyone yeah. is going to have a different line. You know what I mean? Based on their own personal experiences. Um, and I think that that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that we need to sort of be more accepting of like where people's differences are on that level. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, for like again like just to take it back to what i was saying like with bowie it's like some people are gonna have more of a connection to that music than others right so it's like it's okay you know what i mean to for for people who don't have a connection to it to not listen to it you know mm -hmm. like it's okay you know like and it's it's just because he's a legend you know it doesn't it's not prerequisite listening kind of thing um so it's like, do we need to tear people like that down? Mm -hmm. You know, do we need to stop everyone from listening to it because you don't want to listen to it kind of thing? It's, yeah, yeah it's an ongoing discussion, I think. Um, and it's, it's all a part of like our culture realizing uh, the error of our ways in the past, mm -hmm. right? So it's, it's just how we all grow, but I don't think it's necessary to just throw all of that art away at the same right. time right it's like look at picasso picasso was like a total womanizing mm -hmm. dickhead right right <laughs> just, you know what i mean but we're not gonna like just stop looking at picasso's art you know like he was still incredibly influential mm -hmm. he was still very important to visual art right so it's like i don't know yeah it's a it's a tough it's a tough conversation because I can't even tell you the number of requests I have for people like Michael Jackson. And I'm just like, you know, what would happen? That's something I that, what, like, uh, <laughs> you know, exactly what will happen if I do that. Like, so, and I'm on, I'll be honest with them too. I'm just like, I'm not at the level yet where I feel powerful enough to cover that and not just mm -hmm. get ripped apart. Which so, is so funny because as you were just talking about that, you know, we kind of referenced Zeppelin is that, but if you were to talk about Jimmy page, mm. would people bring up the fact that he dated 16 year old girls and things like that? Or would people be they more do. likely to be like, do you know what I mean? So like, it's it, to me, it's, you know, so like when you're coming up with this stuff, one of the things I, I love what you said about the Bowie part was that like when you, you, you took the video down was because you felt like it was a little too a opinion piece as opposed to. Yeah. Do you feel like that if you go into one of these acts and you you're talking pretty heavily about the art or their their output and whatnot, that it's actually going to deter people from it? Or is it just kind of like haunting season like regardless of what you're saying uh like i mean i'll get i'll get a lot of people who are like you need to stop 
um, like raising up these people. You need to stop sort of like shining a light on people who did bad things kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, And like, that's when I I get kind of flustered when people bring that up. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah, you know, like you are right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're not wrong. Like what Jimmy Page did, like, you know, was wrong. Right. I can't, I'm not going to say it wasn't. Um, Does it mean that like we should like throw stairway to heaven in the bin and never listen to it again? Yeah. Not so much. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, and it's hard because like I said, like everyone's going to have a different line. Right. And Mm -hmm. like to some people that's to a, to someone who was assaulted when they were 16, that's going to be a lot of a bigger deal than to someone who wasn't, you know? And it's like, I'm not going to say to them that their feelings aren't valid. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's tough. It's tough. And I think, you know, you really have to go at it with like every individual case, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's why I tend to just stick to the facts. (laughs) I mean, it's just an easier way to avoid the, all of that, you know? So. And to not, to not, uh, to not say it or to address it, isn't saying that it didn't happen it's just precisely yeah you know it's just like it's like i was saying about um how i keep it to three minutes right it's like if i'm talking about bowie's work on ziggy stardust Mm -hmm. i'm probably not going to be mentioning what he was doing backstage in the 70s because it has nothing to do with the music you know what i mean that's a real it's irrelevant to the topic that you're addressing exactly exactly so i'm not gonna be like and also you know he was sleeping with 14 year old groupies you know like it's just right it's not necessary to the story i'm telling right so but if know, that was the but, topic that you were going for now have you ever like been tempted at all to just to to be like i want to go and i want to go there totally talk about that but like yeah um that's some, that's the problem some pretty- is like, I think the problem is like, if I'm, if I'm going to do that, I have to have an answer. You know what yeah. I mean? I have to have like a, a way that I think could be a solution to this. And I, I don't, you know, like, and I, I don't know that like, I'm ever going to, I don't know that anyone's ever going to like, it's such a difficult thing to approach, you know, for all the reasons that we just discussed. Right. Because like, it's very delicate for some people. So on both ends, on both ends, some people are very affected by music. Some people are very angry about Mm -hmm. why those artists are famous. So it's, you know, very complicated. Well, then it also kind of takes away or maybe even steers away from the whole concept of what you're wanting to do with your TikTok channel and your Instagram channel, because you know, you're not what, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know that I would be upset, but I think that if I watched one of your videos one day and you were just like the horrible sex habits of Jimmy Page, I would, exactly. I would like, I would, I would want to be like, like, that's not what I'm about. You right, know? I, like, like, I would, I would be like, no, I want to hear music shit like uh, like please please Vanessa tell me something I don't know about Jimmy Page that's you know and it would and it would seem like I was doing it for views you know what I mean it seemed like I was doing it to like make a viral video or something and I'm not that's not my goal with like any of my work so so I'll start winding things down here for you but uh this has been great talking to you by the way oh awesome for sure yeah um (laughs) So have you been approached at all by uh, people in the industry, um, like, I don't know, be it radio, whatever, or I mean, just, or even artists in general that you've covered, have you, have you been contacted by people? And like, if so, Um, like, what has your experience been with that? So I get contacted um, a lot. Like I have a lot of the children of these artists following me. um yeah so like i have like randy bachman's daughter follows me um oh wow recently yeah yeah recently like chad smith from the red hot chili peppers his daughter followed me Mm -hmm. um yeah 
so that's kind of neat when that happens. And actually, like uh, Randy Bachman's daughter actually got in touch and was like, if you were like, if you're covering my dad, I work with him every day. And I could definitely get some like inside information for you. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so that's amazing. Um, yeah. Um, I recently had an indie artist named Dan Mangan. I don't know if you know who he is, a uh, Canadian indie artist. He started following me and he's like, I love your work. And I was like, wow, I went to your show in 18, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, so that's really cool when that happens. As for like the mm-hmm. industry, not so much. Mm-hmm. Like I, and it's funny because I've had people message me being like, um, like you need to get in touch with George Strombolopoulos is a big one that people tell, like say to me. And I'm like, because he's Canadian, he sort of does the same similar thing. Mm-hmm. And I have, I've, I have reached out to him and I heard nothing back. And then other people mm-hmm. will be like, I reached out to him and was like, you need to hear about Raised by Hippies <laughs> and uh, still no words. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm not big enough yet. I don't know. The door's open, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I, I, it would be really exciting to hear mm-hmm. about that from anyone in sort of that, uh, industry. Um, but I do get like a lot of, um, random companies who want me to be like a spokesperson for them and things like that. Uh, so, you know, uh, we'll see. I had one woman offer to, uh, like publish a book for me and I was like, I don't really oh. know what a book would be about, but now it's kind of planted in my head. So I'm like, maybe I will write something, you know, I don't know. There's so never, there's never too, there's never too many music books. I'm telling you, you know? Yeah. You know, like, and even if I just release this or like an ebook or something like that, I don't know, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see. The next thing I'm working on is YouTube. I really want to get um, like a, a YouTube channel up and going and I want to start uh, traveling, mm-hmm. going to different cities and sort of like doing videos in the places where it happened, starting with Detroit, because I live very close to Detroit. Oh, okay, um, yeah. yeah, I live like across the river from Detroit. So uh, I then there's just endless music and history stories in Detroit. So um I'll start with that, see where the, see where that goes and maybe do sort of like a bit of a tour type of thing. And then in the future, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> a, so, see what happens. So another thing I've also learned about, and, and, and again, uh, via my wife through TikTok and everything, is that a lot of times uh, TikTokers who have lots of views or whatever are, are offered like endorsements or anything and things like that. Like, what kind of endorsements are available for a music door? You know what I mean? Like, you know, music apps, music apps. Um, Like I have a a music streaming service who I work with. Um, I have another one it's like a music discovery app where it's sort of like is connected with Spotify. Um, And yeah, music apps, uh, stuff. Um, I'm Stingray is, um, a company is the company who owns the streaming site that I'm working with. And I would love to work more with Stingray and, you know, Mm -hmm. Spotify and companies like that, but that's, that's really sort of what you're going for. Yeah. Um, And then of course there's other sort of branches uh, like fashion companies and things like that, you know, like vintage companies who start to reach out. I've had a number of like t-shirt vintage t-shirt sellers and things like that come to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah you know it's about like choosing who you want to work with i guess so right <laughs> well I'm so like, as long as you're, if you're giving me money <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I just, I'll, I'll just take free shit i don't need to have money in general like just give me free stuff i like stuff yeah i mean know? i'll take a pair of headphones whatever like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, yeah same here and so i guess to close out real quick is that um you know obviously part of your research and you and i kind of talked about this was uh uh, documentaries and um what are a few of the documentaries you've watched lately that have like, been inspiring made, made quite an impact on you oh uh, quest loves new documentary the one that he just won the oscar for um summer of soul strongly oh. recommend yeah mm-hmm. um it's about um a soul festival that took place in harlem in the, in the New York area. Um, and it was as big, if not bigger than Woodstock, but nobody knows about it because it was all like soul artists and black artists. Right. And all the press sort of went to Woodstock. So that is a fascinating documentary. Um, 
other like sort of older documentaries that I'm obsessed with would be um, I love anything Martin Scorsese's done. I think he's like the OG music documentary maker. He kills it. Um, the last wall, the last wall. So I was just going to say that <laughs> it's like, that's like, that's sort of the cornerstone, I think for all music documentaries, like that is the ultimate. Um, and then, uh, geez, what's another one? Um, one of my favorites is no direction home. Bob oh, Dylan. Um, fantastic. brilliant. Right. Yeah. Like there's just, there's a lot for sure. And yeah. once, and I love documentaries, like I grew up watching documentaries. So the George I'm Harrison. Excited. Ones. There's, a, there's one about John Prine coming out soon. Oh, um, now that I'd his, like to see. Yeah, about his record label, mm-hmm. um, which will be really great. So yeah, yeah, there's endless documentaries for sure. <laughs> well, that is awesome. Well, Vanessa, this is so great to talk to you, and like, yeah, I totally enjoy this. Yep, this was super cool. And um, are, are you gonna make a TikTok video about me about this? <laughs> Um, I am, I'm definitely going to let, um, people know, uh, we'll exchange information afterwards, uh, but I'm really not that fa- I don't, I don't know that you'd find three minutes of fascinating information on me, to be honest. <laughs> well, send me your book, send me your book. Cause I'm, I'm really interested for sure. Because like I said, um, I'm just started to dig into learning a little bit more about metal music and I would mm. love to read about your journey. I know I said, I don't have any time and I don't, <laughs> but I will, I'll find the time. We'll, we'll figure it out. So it's, it's great toilet reading, like four trips, you probably finish it. Like, it's, it, you know, I'm <laughs> no, not, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah. for sure. It, it, so. it, it's yeah, I, I'm, I'm wordy. I'm not deep, you know, so, but, uh, <laughs> well, so I guess let's see. So if you're people are wanting to look to connect with you on TikTok, you're yep. there on the raised underscore by underscore hippies, correct? Yep. Yep. And the same on Instagram. So um, same on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you could really just Google it. It, it comes up and my, on my website, I have all my links to everything that I do. So mm-hmm. all my Spotify playlists and everything. <laughs> so raised by hippies, Vanessa Hughes on TikTok, music historian extraordinaire and just all around badass. I am <laughs> so psyched you took the time to talk and uh, thanks for doing this. All right. Thank you so much. I really have. This has been awesome. I appreciate it.